Andrew P here from the Seven Figure Fitness Business Podcast. As always, we really appreciate your support listening to the episodes or watching them, whether it's on YouTube or whether it's on um, iTunes Podcasts or Spotify or any other podcast platform. We'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe to the channel and leave us a positive review. Thank you and enjoy the episode. What is going on, everybody? I am uh, excited to bring on one of our clients and absolute badass business owner, Jane. Uh, she's going to be doing uh, sharing her, her story, who she is, what she does, and how things are going in her business, and just kind of giving us a progress report on where things are at. So, Jane, I want you to be able to just let us know what it is that you do and who it is that you help. What is your business in a nutshell? Cool. So primarily women. I help women who are like 30 to 45 and have their career has kind of taken over their life. Typically business owners or pretty high up in corporate land who have struggled with like yo-yo dieting, emotional eating that comes with like busy jobs and stuff. So help them get control of their health, feel better about themselves and generally show them they're more than what they do. Yeah, that's awesome. So you help kind of like women who are pretty focused on their careers, right? So they've got either a business or busy professionals. That's kind of like where they're and, at. And so a lot of mums as well, just very okay. busy in general and don't have a lot of time for themselves is the kind of key thing. Yeah. So how did you get started in that? Like what made you decide to go into fitness in general? What made you decide to hone in on the women that you're serving now. Okay. In a nutshell. <laughs> so my professional background is as a business consultant. So worked for like pretty big organizations all around the world. So worked for three of the kind of big fours, if that means anything to you, KPMG, PwC and Deloitte. So have been that crazy, you know, consultant type. That's kind of like my professional side. And then on the fitness side, have always been an athlete of some kind myself. So competed in CrossFit at a pretty high level, did this while <laughs> having a crazy ass career and kind of didn't burn myself out, but saw a lot of women who were in the corporate space struggling with their health and just the way that they like beat themselves up, the conversations that we'd have over like morning teas and stuff like oh, I shouldn't eat that, I've got to burn yeah. it off in the gym, oh, I'm not going to go to drinks, I'm going to work really hard so I can have drinks. And I was just like, mate, there's a better way. So took that, combined it with my background in change management and applied that to fitness and nutrition. Yeah, and it's a pretty magic combo. Okay. Very cool. So you're essentially, are your kind of like your ideal yeah. client, right? Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. So as far as that goes, you made the transition online or into the fitness. How long have you been in the online space for? How long have you been doing this as like your primary source of income? Do mm. <laughs> you jump start along the way? Um, so about four or five years ago, I started as like a side hustle with probably a lot of us do took one day a week off my professional job asked if I could work four days a week and 
in today as like a little side hustle was literally charging like $40 a week for a client. <laughs> Did that for around two years and then decided to go, yeah, full online. So that would have been, yeah, about two, two and a half years ago. So you're not new to the space at all? Not super new, no. All right. Now, for you, uh, why did you decide to join the program? What was like the the main thing that you were looking to get help with? Well, interestingly, it was one thing, but I think I got another thing. So the thing that appealed to me was the automation of fulfillment. So a lot of my stuff was very manual. Like I had a great program, but it required me to manually drop stuff to clients and that. So having that automated, I knew there was a huge yeah room for improvement there. I'm terrible at the tech stuff. He's had a million questions from me. <laughs> so help with that was kind of why I joined. But I think the ad stuff was actually where like the magic is and the stuff I really enjoy. I love sales and marketing. Yeah. And that's, I guess, where like the scalability is. I mean, it's both parts, but yeah, that part was like an icing on the cake. Yeah. Very cool. So before coming on board with us, did you have like any hesitations or fears about signing up for another mentorship program? I don't really get fears about that. I just kind of dive here first into stuff and then figure out the rest later. So no, I'll caveat that with I had literally no money at the time. <laughs> They'd just come back from wedding, building a house, <laughs> being on like... Yeah, anyway, and so I had to figure out a way to pay for it. <laughs> um, but that wasn't a fear. That was just like a logistical thing. Yeah, so you're kind of like an audacious lion in that regard. I, I knew what I wanted, <laughs> so I was like, well, I'm going to do it. I just need to figure out the how. Like, I don't really understand the fear yeah. thing. Like it, otherwise, you're going to wonder what if and be like, oh, I should have tried that. Damn. And I think that's like way bigger cost than the cost of trying something, but you know, I've, exactly. I've learned some hard lessons through that. So there's pluses and minuses for having that mindset. Yeah, but I mean, you get to win, win big and, you know, take some licks along the way. But most of the time, I mean, in anything that you do, you're going to fail in one way yeah. or another. So and you always learn, it's right? It's better to try it. Yeah, exactly. All right. So for you, as you've been going through kind of like the, the program, so you came in because you wanted some help with like the fulfillment and things in that in that part of your business right what has been like the biggest solution that you found so far what's been like the the thing that you feel like wow this has been extremely extremely helpful in this area Mm. of my business yeah the automation of some of my like habit programs for example that is awesome like the group setup stuff really good just client management in general this is a really specific thing but your magical spreadsheet that has yeah. like all my clients and like where they're at and like where my coaches' clients are at. So as a whole, I can get a snapshot of my business um, and how it's going. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. As well, obviously like lead generation is huge. Like that's amazing as well. Okay. Lead generation. Okay, sweet. So how's the, like the ads been going? Like what have been some like the specific results you've gotten so far? I'll be completely honest. At first, it was fucking hard. I'm about to say, and I think you know everyone needs to be aware of that. Like you know, um, AG will be the first to say you need to kind of be willing to burn some cash to learn. And 
I liken yeah, it yeah. to weight loss clients where they like give up before they get to the magic. They're like, oh, I'm not seeing any results. Like, this is too hard. But all of that is like learning and like, yeah, to get to where you want to be. So I definitely, it was hard and I wasn't really getting much, many results and the leads I was getting were terrible. But then now, like, yeah, it's pretty much, I just like turn it on and it comes through. So the bottleneck is my sales as in like I can't take enough and I'm burning myself out. So now I need a salesperson. But that's another, you know, a good problem to have. So it's a very good problem to have, you know, and I'm glad you kind of touched on that because a lot of people will expect when they come in to just turn things on and it's just going to work out the gate. <laughs> Nothing in life works like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know so I'll, I'll just i'll add to that like i was at a point where i was like i can't do this this is dumb like this isn't working i should go back to what i know which i think everyone will get to that point and you know whatever journey you're on whether it's building a business weight loss whatever fitness and i had to like figure out a way to make it work so i was like i need a way to be able to fund more ads and I could see like the trajectory. I was like, okay, my numbers are good, but I needed more coming in to make it. So there was a point where I was like, okay, I need to get some capital to be able to put into this. And now it's paying off. But that was a, I guess that was a scary thing to do then. Yeah. So you essentially kind of got to the point, we call it our, the, the test of sacrifice. Yeah. Right. Where. You get to a point where it's like you, you bought in on the vision. You already passed the test of uncertainty where it's like, I don't know what's how this is going to work out. And then you get to a point where you kind of break through that point. And it's like the test of sacrifice. Like, how much do I really believe yeah. in this? And am I willing to put more on the line? Which you did. And it's really paid off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I was looking at your business reports and doing the averages of like your return on ad spend. Mm -hmm. And your batting average for your ad spend return has been like a 10 to 1. Yeah. So, which is really stupid. I mean, stupid good because that starts to build up over time. And some of the things with the ad spend, those aren't all like paid in fulls, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like growing consistently to the point where the monthly recurring revenue that's going to come as those payments are going through is going to start to eclipse anything else that you need to do. And it's just like this starting to see this flywheel turn for you, right? Yeah. And I think, I don't know if anyone kind of watching and going, oh, that's so great for her. Like, you have to be willing to go, like, I'm going to do this no matter what. And like, yeah, I guess the fear or whatever it is, be like, that's always going to come up. But be like, okay, this is happening. So how do I make it happen? So for me, that was like, I had to get more money. So I did some pretty sneaky little things <laughs> to figure that out for myself. And like now it's paying off. But there was a while there that I was like, oh, fuck, what have I done? Yeah, exactly. And everybody kind of goes through that. So what has been some of the strategies that have worked well for you? I know you've done a couple of the organic mm. plays and those have done really well. And then like for you personally, what are the things that you've seen that has kind of like gotten you into your groove where you're like, all right, this is as far as the marketing side goes, these are the things, these are the levers that need to pull for paid traffic to get leads coming in and start to get some sales consistently 
And these are some some of the levers that I pull organically mm-hmm. to get some leads coming in and get some sales coming in consistently. What have been some of the, some of those strategies for you? Yeah. So prior to this, my entire business was built on organics. I've never really had a problem with that. Like I was doing 20 to 30K months organic, but it's inconsistent, right? And it requires me to have to post, which I like posting. It's just like a brain dump of my thoughts. Organic, mm-hmm. build a good following, build trust with your, you know, your audience, be authentic, like just be yourself um, and then put thought-provoking content out. Like don't go, here's a protein shake. No one fucking cares. Like make yeah. them yeah. think in a way that they're like, oh, wow, okay, yeah. Like deep thought-provoking things. And I think if you do that consistently, that builds up and you get a great following. So I did like an organic yeah, play last month and that was huge. So I know my organic audience is awesome. Paid is like completely different and like was such a massive mindset shift for me. You know, there's certain things you can't say in ads. You don't have the trust with the audience because they're just clicking a button of a picture. Yeah. And I know every brand does it differently, but I actually had to change my brand name. So that's like a big one. And AG talks about this a lot, like the power of your brand. And this was really hard coming from organic. I'll just talk about it quickly. So my brand is called Feel Great. People, mm-hmm. if they don't know the brand, which my organic audience does and it's got good standing, but if it's just like a click on an ad, Feel Great isn't necessarily what people want. And this is where it's so lame. <laughs> but people want ripped and shredded. They want like lean and toned <laughs> and Oh, and so like I had a real battle with that because I'm kind of anti-diet culture. You know, like I still use macros and very much like evidence-based coaching, but I didn't want to buy into that like lean and fit, toned and shredded or whatever. So I had to find something that kind of resonated with me. I felt comfortable with, I felt put it like it was a strong brand, but I could feel okay putting my name against that. So we landed with the Strong Woman Project, which had mm-hmm. done so well. And I think that was probably the big shift that allowed my ads to actually start performing. We changed nothing else. The ad con- the ad copy was the same. The picture was the same. We literally just changed the brand. And I drew this brand up in like an hour <laughs> and threw it out there, tested it. And like so far it's going well. And it's actually the same kind of brand message as my feel great, but it's just got a different name. So that was, yeah, interesting. And yeah. Yeah. That's really, really interesting that you mentioned that because a lot of people struggle with that same mindset where they have a hard time kind of putting on that marketing hat, right? Where ultimately, if you want to be able to help more people, right, and you're running ads, you have to be able to put a storefront Mm. that people want, right? They've got to be able to look at it and go, oh, I want that. And the women that you're targeting, the people, kind of women that you want to work with, they value being strong, you know? And if you're a busy woman and you've got a lot of things going on, there's a level of independence Mm -hmm. and strength that you need to be able to do that. So just thinking about even the brand positioning, Women who want that, that see that, okay, I want to, I want that, you know, I want a stronger body. I want a stronger life. I want a stronger health. I want strong, all these things. So putting that kind of brand in front of them, now they're like, if they don't know who you are, 
they see that and go, okay, I want that. Mm. Right. And that's where with paid traffic, it's a different kind of mentality you have to approach it with. Where it's organic, you need to be able to, you got it, you, you can be yourself and build that trust over time. Whereas with paid, it's got to be love at first sight within like a matter of seconds. You have, <laughs> you have less than a second to make that impression. Right. Yeah. It's so different. And that was probably my, that was probably my biggest challenge to kind of overcome that and understand how to tackle that and feel like good with that. And I was like, okay, yeah, this works. And then once I sort of see, saw the numbers coming through, but then also seeing like the feedback from the women who were joining up, like, they are loving it. I've created this like phenomenal community. Like our group calls are fire. People love them. They're like, can't get enough of them. And I don't even really have to do yeah. anything. I just sit there and they kind of chat amongst themselves. So it's, yeah, it's really cool. And they're all like learning off each other. And, you know, that's what I want. That's what I wanted to create. So that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And that's really, really exciting. Right. So for you, what have been, what do you feel like there is different about, you know, how do you feel like you've grown over this period of time? What's working together? What's, what are the beliefs that have kind of been broken? What are new beliefs that you have about yourself or about the marketing in general or anything like that? I think the big one, and I'm still working through this, and I think it will always be there, is shifting from a coach to a business owner. And yeah. I still want to coach because I do love coaching. And so there's part of me that still has that hat and it's figuring out that balance because I could build this massive thing if I want to. It's just figuring out like where my happy place is within that because I've, yeah. I've come from the corporate business side. I've done that. Like, do I want to do that? I don't know. But then I think about like the impact and you know, like what I've created and seeing the outcomes of these women and how it's changing their lives. So if I can do that on a bigger scale and also bring more coaches in who then get to help more people and have amazing jobs and fulfillment in their life, like that's even bigger. So that that's my main goal is, is impact and in life. So, you know, money aside, because, you know, we can all earn money. That's not hard. That's it for me, like shifting from, coach to business owner and then still seeing the business owner as an impact driven role yeah because i mean the goal i mean our thing is we want to help people become impact from anywhere ceos right so impact is really the biggest thing and a lot of people have a hard time separating the fact that what you're doing and building is you're is bigger than just being a coach like you're creating a platform and you're creating a business that's having that kind of impact and creating an environment where women can come to you and feel safe, right? And you create an environment where those who have that vision and have that same kind of desire, they can come and work in your business and be able to make that kind of impact and have that kind of fulfillment. Not just you having that as a coach, but being able to see that you're building something that's having that on a larger scale. Right. And once you get a taste of it, it's hard not to it's hard to kind of like avoid the desire to like really make it as big as humanly possible, because you see, as it starts to grow, the impact that you're having grows along with it. Right. Yeah, for sure. I think it's 
you know, as humans, we love to gamify stuff. <laughs> and like once you start seeing the numbers and you're like, oh, this is fun. But also then the outcomes and the impact and, you know, getting those the connection with those people, like that's a big thing for me. And because I still, I still do group calls and, you know, I've figured out that that brings me joy. So I still do that. And I'll probably yeah. do that for a while because it's like two hours a week, you know, it's not huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's fun. And I just sit there with, you know, a cup of tea and whatever. Absolutely. I mean, you've created your, you've set up your your system in such a way where you can work with a lot of women at scale and it's not going to have, you're not doing more work, right? You're having a bigger impact, but you have a ton of leverage with, with what you've created. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for jumping on. I want to give you an opportunity to just kind of share with those who are listening in, you know, if they're considering joining the program or they're considering getting on a call with us. You know, what is some advice you give to somebody who's on the fence and uh, what would you share with them to be like, hey, you know, this is this is what you can consider that's going to help you get over that, mm-hmm. over that fence. I was going to say, like, you should already kind of know who your client is and stuff. But actually, like my background of having organic and all that maybe like made it harder for me because I had all these ideals and thoughts around so I don't know if you're worried about spending the money honestly like it's just money you can always get more money but can you get more life I don't really yeah so but be willing to put some money into ads I think that's a big one that probably a lot of people struggle with they go okay I'm going to pay the program but it's like no you actually need some you know money there to be able to pay for ads so whatever you need to do to get that go get a loan whatever it'll pay itself back but you need to be willing to do that work to learn and see the long-term kind of game where organic you can easily make some money like that so maybe you do organic alongside it but yeah I think be willing to spend a bit to make a bit yeah Absolutely. So you got to be willing to back yourself and, and bet on yourself because this is right. You're building something and you're creating stability within your business. Yeah. Right. And now you're kind of like at a point now where you don't have a ton of time to take all the calls. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't really spend more money to get more people coming through. You got to find somebody to be able to offload some of that work to. But now you're really able to grow and build your team in such a way where you can hire salespeople and you have a, and you can give them legitimate opportunities mm. to make an income, right? But then also help you grow your business at the same time. And as that grows, you can hire coaches because you can provide them consistent work as you bring in new clients, you're going to have work for them to do. Yeah. I tell people, you, you got to build with the end in mind. And that's exactly what we're doing here. You're building a legitimate business, mm. right? And I think I just, I just add to that, like, in terms of the actual like cost of the program, you guys are ridiculously cheap for the outcomes that you provide. I'll just put that out there. <laughs> like I know there's lots of <laughs> coaches, mentorships that are like way more. You guys should charge way more. So just put them out there. <laughs> yeah, we're actually going to be upping our prices soon. But okay. that's a cool thing, right? Because, I mean, for you, I mean, with your – your return on your ad spend has been very, very consistent overall. So, I mean, that within itself, you're going to have a really, you just continue to do what you're doing. You're going to have a really big business if you want to um, and have an incredible amount of impact with women. And then on top of that, with like optimizing the back end and the women who love what you do, they're going to send you referrals and they're going to want to continue working with you. 
So you're going to start seeing like all this start to compound on top of each other and you're not going to be able to stop the momentum once it, <laughs> once it starts going, it's going to be out of your control. Right. Yeah. But um, that's very, very exciting. Thank you so much for jumping on. Uh, for those of you guys who are listening, if you want to find out more information about what we do and how we're able to help you reach out and book in for a business audit, how we do things is very different. We don't, this isn't like a traditional sales calls an audit where we look at your numbers, we look at uh, your business, and then we show you what we're doing in our own online fitness businesses. And if you want us to help you grow and scale your business, we'll invite you to do so. And if we're not able to help you, we'll give you some free resources and send you to people who we think are in a position to better suit you. That is it for those guys tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks guys for tuning in. Uh, remember to like and subscribe on YouTube or on the uh, appropriate uh, podcasting platforms and we'll see you next time.